<laughs> Hopefully we get more than an hour. Yeah, or hour and 24 minutes. <laughs> Our disc wish is not just disc space. It's yeah. pretty terrible. Welcome back to the podcast, Blue Tail Bowhunters. Podcast that is fantastically, amazingly terrible. Coordinated. We have our shit together, that's for sure. Uh, been a minute. This is the first one since uh, Clint and I went to Georgia. Killed a couple hogs. Pretty pretty cool experience there. I actually am getting pretty close to having that hog head completely cleaned up, ready to go on the wall. Where'd you take that? My backyard. Oh. I uh, right. <clears throat> went and bought a turkey fryer pot and like a burner and boiled it in like Dawn dish soap and water. <laughs> this shit was, dude. I never realized how many holes and orifices a head can have. I mean, nasal cavities and all kinds of shit. So yeah, I never could I, find that bug guy. Yeah, I called around and nobody had any because it's not deer season. So, um, <clears throat> but I I took a air hose yesterday finally and started just squirting it in all the little tiny holes and you do you couldn't believe the amount of shit that pops out because i was trying to do it with the hose and then the water would all spray me in the face and blah 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 so oh yeah but but it's getting close so obviously devin patterson here um next to me tipo tata poland yeah um our usual guests slash kind of hosts clint again not joining us we need to get like a little doll and just stick it there with his face on it. It'll Name tag El Lindo. <laughs> he can move it in the rare chance he does come. Uh, I've got a guest in here today. Before we get into that, we're going to do our kind um, of watch. Go ahead, Tipo. All right, doing Corporal Keith Heacock with the Del Mar Police Department out of Maryland. Uh, end of watch, Wednesday, April 28, 2021. Purple Heacock succumbed to his injuries sustained on April 25th when he was assaulted. Uh, he responded to a fight in progress at a drug residence where the uh, suspect then attacked him. Um, other officers arrived, found Officer Keith Haycock unconscious, where he later succumbed to his injuries. Uh, he was on the Del Mar Police Department for 22 years, survived by his son and wife. He's 54 years old. Again, sir, 22 years. Thank you. Press peace for your service. Um, and I'm going to do one that has made quite a bit of national news um, for the the video. Uh, again, just another instance where there's no such thing as a routine traffic stop. Um, the officer that I'm going to be uh, talking about today is Darian Jarrett, New Mexico. Um, he was gunned down in traffic stop. Um, police officer stopped a Chevrolet truck driver because the truck's windows were dark tinted. So what you would consider just a normal stop. I mean, obviously it's illegal. So he did the traffic stop. Sounds like no other prior knowledge. Um, <clears throat> but it, it led to him being brutally killed. Um, it is believed that I believe this is going to be the suspect, but Omar, uh, something yeah, was on his way to work out of a on his way to work out a drug deal when he was asked to pull over by Jarrett. Um, in the video, you see um, Omar exit the vehicle. I mean, Officer uh, Jarrett saw the gun, said, Hey, I'm just gonna take that off you for our, both of our safety. If you don't mind hopping out, and we'll take that. And then you see the video, dude pops out and 
just uh, points over the, the bed of the truck and just starts firing and then the video shuts off. So uh, pretty, pretty terrible video there that nobody should have to see, but it's, it's crazy that that's shit that, that we have to worry about and, you know, get everybody on social media, but we won't get into that. So, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I call that routine. Maybe that is down there when they got a rifle slung like that. That's, I mean, there's a whole different reaction up here if we find that versus down there, yeah, I don't obviously, know. but he didn't seem to no. care less that this dude had a rifle around. Right. And that's what makes me think that he had no prior knowledge. I mean, if he yeah. obviously knew that something else was going on, maybe they have some kind of open carry. I don't know, but. He seemed, yeah, he did seem chill. Yeah, he like, didn't seem to like give. kind of decently dude, normal. Yeah. So um, it doesn't on here. Hold on. A 28-year-old man, a father of three young children, and expecting a fourth. Um, let's see, just reading along here. More about him as a person and not necessarily a traffic stop. Um Sounds like following this, a 40-mile chase began as officers from New Mexico State Police and other departments, U.S. Border Patrol, pursued the suspect where gunfire was also exchanged. They stopped the suspect using spikes, shootout, and the suspect was killed. Uh, another officer was hit, but it survived. So <clears throat> regardless, we'll move, fa- move past that, but rest in peace, officer. There and uh, appreciate your sacrifice. So, all right, moving forward. Colton Anderson, what's up? What's going on, man? It's our guest today. Um, so something that I'd like to do with you know this platform that we have is um, local businesses and friends of ours, you know, fucking promoting. Um, we've done Alliance Coffee uh, with Clay Wilson. Good friend of mine there started a coffee shop around here. I'm trying to get Blake strong. So Blake, if you're listening to this, stop being a little sissy. And if you get your haircut by pull UV, get on his ass. I'm on him every week. And he's like, yeah, I'll let you know. So I don't know if you're scared. I'm calling your manhood out. Man. Well, I get my haircut again next week and I go to Blake. So boom. I'll let Blake know. <laughs> so, it's not that scary. Yeah. It's not bad. You're, you're, surprisingly calm usually whenever we get people in here you've probably done this time or two though or something like it yeah nah i'm not a veteran but i'm not i'm not a rookie yeah rookie not a vet yeah i'm i'm neither of those either (laughs) definitely closer to the rookie side um i did just a heads up if i sound a little raspy is because i had a our first wrestling meet the other night and I did a lot of yelling. It was pretty intense. So I kind of lost my voice a little bit, but we'll get through it. So Colton um, kind of alluded to it. You, you're a local business owner here. We'll get into that in a little bit, but just tell the people who you are and uh, everything about you. Yeah, for sure. Um, quick overview. Like you said, my name is Colton Anderson. Um, graduated Mattoon High School in 2013. Um, got the opportunity to play college football. Um, a little bit of my story starts there. Um, started most of the games my sophomore year, um, 10 games my junior year, and then going into my senior year, kid gets recruited from Florida, kind of saw the writing on the wall there. Um, your job is to get better. Coach's job is to recruit someone better. Sure. Um, so saw that, um, decided I wanted to cut some, cut some LBs, move back to defense, um, started doing that, fell in love with not being fat. Um, <laughs> as I was like over 300 pounds um, and had been, I mean, I was heavy my whole life. So once I started getting into that, started to get obsessed with like, 
diet and nutrition and like how can I not be heavy because my parents were heavy. It was just a lifestyle, right? And sure. uh, and so ended up losing 120 pounds going into my senior year. Um, came back, uh, switched to linebacker. Um, played special teams then. Obviously, never playing linebacker in 16 years of football. Wasn't looking to start. I was just happy to see the field. Um, last chance to play football. Then broke my ankle week five. Um, so that was exciting. Had surgery. Came back in December. Um, knew I did not want to go sell insurance. That was my plan. And I was like, <laughs> forget that. Um, had done all my internships in that before. And so then the kind of the transition of the story starts message a guy named Corey Gregory on Twitter every day for 16 weeks on Mondays at 9am. I sent him a tweet and just said, you need an intern. You need an intern. 16 weeks later, get a message back with just an email. So emailed Jacob at maxevermuscle.com. And Mm -hmm. he was like, can you be here May 9th? And I was like, yeah, my graduation was May 8th. So I loaded up the the (laughs) Prius. I didn't know where I was going to stay. Went out there, trained at old school gym, 4am crew. Um, got there, figured out there was a guy that said I could live on his floor in his living room. So I bought an air mattress and blew it up. I was on this air mattress for three months and and got to intern out there. And then, uh, um, long story short, got an opportunity to coach football down in Florida. Um, Hurricane Irma brought me back, met my future wife and then moved back six months later after I found my replacement down there. Uh, and all that kind of ties in together of Knowing I wanted to do something in the fitness industry, hadn't learned, having learned from Corey and and taking that time to, you know, time under tension was a big thing. Learning from people that had done it instead of just sitting in a classroom. Um, and so came back and then uh, three years later, got the opportunity to uh, um, a lot of stuff behind the scenes. But three years later, finally came to fruition and we were able to purchase um, what was formerly the weight station, uh, Relentless Fitness, um, trying to create that culture that we had it old school. Um, I think it can be imitated. I don't know if it can be copied, but uh, it was that's the goal anyway. You yeah. got a good platform from the weight station with that old school feel, right. that old just a lot of free weights, all that. Yeah. It's like uh, it's dirty, it's a grind. Yeah. It's like yeah, you got a yeah. Good I'm start not painting everything purple. That's for sure. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, no. dude. I think it's great because I've talked about. I know I talked with you the last time yeah. I was in there, um, and I've talked with Poland and, and some of the other guys. Obviously, you know we're police officers and we also love hunting. That's one thing. Um, but the fitness aspect, you know, we all work out pretty often. Um, but I remember telling these guys how many, I don't know how many times was like, I've never, I've never been as strong as I was, as I was in college when I was wrestling Mm -hmm. because the atmosphere, right. Yeah. I I went from a, a weight room of pure, fucking testosterone and just lifting weights and getting big and to, to basically it was on my own once I got back home and so it's been difficult keeping that right that high intensity um without that so I feel like it's starting to come back right it's it's uh so you know mentor Corey you know started this 4 a.m crew and being out there I mean it was different like I mean you got up at 345 in the gym by four, you squatted every day. There was a little bit of competition at different weight classes. Um, and so leaving there and then going to Florida and then coming back here, it's like trying to find that crew. They joking, jokingly, you know, when you leave 4am crew, they say you're going back to gym pop. Cause like, <laughs> yeah, like the general population doesn't, doesn't work like they do. Right. No. You start your day four to 6am, your endorphins are nuts. Like, I mean, you've just mm-hmm. shocked your central nervous system. Like you've just had dudes screaming at you to load the bar up. Like you miss it. All right, wrap up. You're taking it again, big fellow. Like, yeah. like it's just different. And so then when you're by yourself in the gym, like yeah. you miss a heavy squat, it's like, Oh, like, no, it's just not today. Like I'll get it tomorrow. It's like, yeah. no, if you got 
eight, ten other guys, that's different. Now take yeah. you got forty guys that are like, yo, if you're if I'm wrapping you up for the squat, you better hit it. Yeah. Like otherwise you're not getting a wrap next time. Accountability. Yeah, right. And so that's trying to get a group of guys that uh that want that atmosphere, right? I think is huge. Um and I think we can all benefit from it. Uh, so hard to find. That. There's a lot hard of to find because too. it's hard. It's hard, yeah. right, to get up and train like at four a.m. Like nobody wants to get up. It makes you a different person, yeah. right? Like well, it mentally, your whole as day. everything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, I would do morning workouts for wrestling on my in the summers. I came home and trying to get those younger kids and and telling them like if you start your day off like this, you're gonna make better decisions. The fuck is that? You guys hearing that too? Yeah, I think it's gone now. All right. But you start your day making those those good decisions to better yourself. It's going to continue for the rest of the day. Right. So if you sleep in and, and you get lazy, then you're going to be lazy the rest of the day. Right. You so, couldn't have told me that shit in high school. I've been yeah. like, I'm not getting up early. For sure. Now I'm, you, can, I could do it in a heartbeat. But back then, no. Well, not happening. Right. <laughs> looking from a law enforcement perspective, like if, if everybody got up and trained at 4 a.m., you honestly don't have the energy to go be a knucklehead. Sure. Like yeah. to go get into trouble or anything. Absolutely. Like if everybody's getting up at 4 a.m. and training for two hours and then trying to go live their day, like the dude who cuts you off in traffic isn't really that big of a deal because you've just been up for <laughs> freaking three and a half hours. Yeah. And you just squatted heavy and you're you just exhausted. I just don't have the mental capacity to deal with you anymore. And you just look at things more positively. Right, think, right. You know? Yeah. So I I'm I know I asked you just the last time I was in if you were going to get a, a four or five a.m. crew going because <clears throat> it'd be awesome. I mean I I know I've missed it for a while and my my health is I mean I wouldn't say it's bad but right. it's definitely declined over the last couple of years right. yeah. um, physically and I think that's a huge aspect of it. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Age sucks too, but well uh, yeah. Test the time, but no. It sounds like here's an open, open application to all listeners. If you guys want to train. <laughs> Four or five a.m. You let us know. Yeah, trying to get trying to get a crew together. You don't got to be. There's no prerequisite. Just no. show up. Yeah, leave your pride at the door, and that's right. You know what I mean. So <clears throat> don't sucks. ask us a bunch of dumb questions. <laughs> that was always my hard part going in there. Oh, there's a cop. Let's go. Just bug him and screw up his whole workout. Let's <laughs> see. I feel like if you get the right atmosphere, though, there's none of that. Yeah, like it's yeah. just going in and grinding. If you build the culture, people yeah. squash it. Like, don't talk to him. Like right. He's yeah. trying to lift. Like we're in the zone. Yes. Like, yeah. Who the fuck are you to? Right. I absolutely hated about going there and doing. I love the gym and I right. loved it, but man, you just get certain ones in there to just talk your head off. Oh yeah. I'm like, man, I'm just you're ruining my vibe here. Well, it's <laughs> the old guys too. Like, yeah. Like they, they have nothing better to do yeah. than to yeah. go. I, I, I get trying to just get away and go to the gym and dick around, but I got goals. Dude, I'm fired up because, um, you know, COVID happened. So the gym shut down. Mm-hmm. If you got to move it, do what you well, can. Well, I know. It just keeps falling on me. We'll try to put it down. There we go. All right. Sorry if there was a big thing there. I don't know. Anyways, um, you know, COVID shut, shut the gym down before you got it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kicked us to because we were both we've both been members of that gym for fucking ever i was back when it was still over 10 years before i got rid of it yeah and it was all because of covid i got used to being up in our personal gym where there was nobody to bug me right but now like we were talking is the drive's hard sometimes i i can push myself and other days when i need push there's nobody to push me you know? right <laughs> you find it hard to train or like at your workplace i, I do not okay. it became easier because that was our only option Okay. Because, yeah, and I know I talked to, to you about yeah. it, but it was like, for me at least, it was every day that yeah. I was off work, I was working out. If I was working day shift, it right. gets kind mm-hmm. of intricate here. But on my days I would work, I wouldn't work out. 
Because, I mean, 12-hour shifts doing handling everybody else's problems, you just don't feel like working out. Um, and then I have a dog, so it's not like I can go early because I have different things with that. So, I mean, I guess I could, but it would be hard on him. So, um, it became easier once COVID happened to, to work out at work. Right. And then on the days off, I would, those would be my rest mm-hmm. days um, because I didn't want to go to work whenever it was my day off and go to the, even though it was going up to the gym. Right. Um, and then my main gym was, was closed for that time. Um, so then I know we both started, stopped going. I kept my membership just cause I, I, I kept it like the it whole my time sport, just to yeah, support them. You right. Know? Yeah. But after that, I just got, got so fun. used to being by ourselves, you know? <clears throat> yeah. So then honestly, the, I think the first time that you saw me in the gym was the first time I've been back to oh, that wow. gym. And yeah. the only reason is because you took it over. <laughs> and then so, you jumped in the sauna and freaked sweat like the you were <laughs> Dude, back in wrestling. I will like tell you, make weight. it is a completely different aspect whenever you don't have to be in a sauna. <laughs> it's enjoyable. When it's a choice. Dude, when your coach isn't sitting in front of the door locking you in. So what's the great. closest you ever were to not making weight? Oh, I was. I knew my body. I knew my body so well that I was right on weight every time okay every time i stepped on the scale for weigh-ins right i was exactly on the weight okay that's cool i would show up to the tournaments and i would be i would be like two or three tenths over okay i get a, a just a light workout in with another guy that was always over yeah we'd get the same workout in would be we step on the scale exactly. so you never had like a like a fearful weight like where you were like you weighed in and then you were like we gotta go get to work like i got two pounds or three pounds there were a couple times yeah. especially early before i really learned my body and, right and in college so in college my freshman year i was wrestling 141 and i was i was cutting down from about 60 65 okay. um so that was a pretty good cut for somebody who didn't have a whole lot to lose so there was a couple times I would show up and I'd like tournament. We have weigh-ins in an hour and I'm a pound over and I don't have much to lose. So it would be the same guy. It's pretty funny though. Like every year it was me and this other guy and he was like our 197. He was a uh, two-time, at least two-time national champ, three-time finalist, like really good. And I really wasn't. And it would be me and him working out. Yeah. A 141 pounder and a 197 pounder. Um, we'd be slipping around, rolling around, just getting sweaty. But nice. yeah, I never, never blew weight. That was something I did always take pride in. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Because it's hard. To, it's, it's a grind, man. So after my freshman year, I had to bump up to 149 because 141 just wasn't happening oh, anymore. Oh, yeah, man. Freaking massive 149. But, man, the, uh, the, the benefits, even mentally, of being in a sauna, right. it's, a, it's a grind to sit in a sauna. <laughs> right, right. You know? Well, I think it goes back to, like, being uncomfortable. And a lot of times, I think we just live in a society where we're comfortable all the time. It's not comfortable to get up at it. 30 in the morning five in the morning right you do 25 minutes between 190 and 200 degrees in a sauna like you'll go places right that last five, <laughs> that last seven five seven minutes your body's like dude get out like yeah. there's a cold shower like you don't need to sit in here right. it's like this sucks yes and you're just like no i set my timer for 25 minutes like just do it like right. that drives me nuts people yes. on the treadmill who are like i'm gonna run a mile and then they set it and then it's like they get to like three quarters and they're like step off i'm like well you just broke yeah. a, like you just broke contract with yourself like whatever you say you're gonna do just go do it yeah because like you know wake up like night before you go to bed right like you're like oh i'm so excited to go train tomorrow well then the alarm goes off and you're like mm. this bed is pretty warm my dog's freaking like right here yeah like, i'm just yeah. gonna stay in bed no okay. like last night you were like hey i'm gonna go train because it's easy to get excited until like oh kick off dude this fucking it makes you weak Oh yeah. Every every little time you you do that, it makes you weaker and weaker. And we're living in a society of really weak people. Yeah, for sure. Especially mentally weak. Yes, I think in all that's what like I, mean. I think yeah, I think just in terms of like things that aren't that hard, 
get magnified because we don't, as a society, we don't deal with hard stuff very often. Absolutely. In your guys' occupations, you guys deal with hard stuff all the time. So your capacity for work and hard work is a lot higher. And now we're going to talk about hunting. Oh, like, God. You want to talk about hard. Like, people think you're just going out shooting animals. Like, you want to talk about bow hunting? Turkey is supposed to be easy to kill. I haven't shot a turkey with a bow yet. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be, they're supposed to be big, dumb birds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was they just, ain't dumb by any means. I don't know. <laughs> they're really, I, they're so dumb, they're hard to kill. I yeah. hate them damn things. Yeah. Man. But, yeah, that's it. Like, I just got into bow hunting two and a half years ago. And I love it because it's hard. Fuck like, yeah. it's not it's easy. It's a challenge. And it takes practice, right? Like, mm-hmm. A dude can go out and sight in a gun, and I don't have anything against gun hunters. Like, there's a spot for that. But, like, you can go out yeah. the day before, you know, gun season and be like, oh, my gun sighted it. We're good to go. You better not go start practicing shooting your bow, like, the day before bow season Absolutely. opens. Otherwise, yes. you're going to be, you know, missing a lot or sticking stuff, yeah. you know. And so. <laughs> shooting them in the head. Yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> me and my freezer boy. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I mean, he was. I heard he was aiming there. I hit right where I aimed. Let's just say that she just moved right to where I was. Aim small, miss small. That's right. <laughs> Fuck you. That brings back time. Good times. At least I didn't shoot her twice and not recover. I know. As soon as I said something, I was like, "God damn it, he's going to bring that up." <laughs> no, I think you might want to bring that one up again. Uh, we don't need to hear that shit. Uh, that's old, old dude. That was a swamp donkey. Swamp donkey. <laughs> It was, dude. I still cry about that. <laughs> Have you been out to look for him? No. We need to just out. leaving it alone. He doesn't want to know. No. It's easier to just be like, you have to end the chapter. Fine. Again, weakness. Yeah, that's true. You're just. <laughs> I pray to God he is alive <clears throat> and he walks by me the first set I get out there. I'm going to send you a picture of my balls. <laughs> dude, I, I want to see this he's deer. He's alive. He's dead. I want to see this dude. He ain't alive. He's dead. He's alive. Okay. Alive Take us back to um, <laughs> what started your weight. Because how big were you? Uh, so the heaviest I ever was was like 306, probably when I stepped on the scale. Looking at you now, you'd be like, there's no way this this dude was ever. Right. What are you right. at now? Like I'm floating. Well, I'm pretty fat right now. I'm like 195. COVID. Yeah, COVID and having <laughs> a newborn baby. Yeah. And like, Congrats on that. Yeah, thanks, man. So. That's been fun. But no, my goal is to get back. I'm going to compete at 181 in December. We're going to have a meet on December 11th. So the goal is to get back under there and get some crazy numbers. I messed up my labrum like in October. And so I've been nursing that, but I, it's feeling pretty solid lately. So we're, we're going to check. So you're saying you're having a meet. So kicking yeah, back for anybody that, that well, yeah. for anybody that, that missed it. So you now own a gym in yeah, Mattoon, right. called Relentless Fitness. Yes. Um, if anybody knows gyms in Mattoon, it's the old JDs that was yes. turned into the weight station. And then now you've, you've got it and it's all yours and it's really relentless fitness. So, yep. um, so now you're putting on meat. So to talk about that. Yeah. So December 11th, um, we'll do, we're going to start a Christmas classic, um, homage to old school. They had theirs every, that was the first meet I competed in. And then that opened the door to travel and do some other meets, um, with experience. So an amateur meet, we're not going to be affiliated with like USAPL or anything like that, just so there's no in, like barrier to entry for people. Mm-hmm. Um, allow people to get their feet wet in the sport um, and give people something to train for. So we'll roll out like a 12-week, 16-week trainer towards the end of the fall for people that it's their first meet to kind of get them prepped. Um, and then we'll do weight classes. So a meet is a, a full meet squat, bench, and deadlift. So you start on squat, then bench, then deadlift. You get three attempts at each. Um, obviously, you're competing within your weight class. Um, and so weigh-ins will be on Friday. So now we're going back to that weigh-in right. that I was talking about with Devin, right? Um, weigh-in Friday night. So then you can, you get a 24 hour weigh-in so you can go refuel 
Um, and then just the middleweight classes, I'm sure there's people that will compete smaller and bigger, but just a few of them, like 148, 165, 181, 198, uh, to 12. And so kind of, oh, oh man, you decide what you want to compete at. Um, you have to cut. Yeah. Right. Good well, thing been, we got a sauna. Yeah. <laughs> I've been bulking a little bit here for the last 12 years. Yeah. Hey, you know, hey, like, you hey, got like hey, uh, hey. eight months. Shit. That was a purpose bulk this last one. Right. <laughs> so no, but, uh, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a big board up then. So see who can't knock some people off. Um, big board just being, you know, we'll have the lifters in the gym, people who compete, you know, best squat, best bench, best deadlift, best total at each of those weight classes would be up on the board try to create that culture of like, you know, I'm going to knock, I'm going to knock Devin off at 181 at this. Oh, he'll probably want, he'll probably go down at 165. He'll be nice. I don't know. That's dope. I'm, that's pretty cool. I give so, yeah. another goal. Cause I got to have set a goal for do things. Yeah. So I think you got to cool. have a date on the calendar. If yeah. not, even if it's a vacation, yep. like I don't yeah. care what it is. If you're just like, that was the biggest thing with COVID. Like there was no date on the calendar. Right. It was just yeah. this, when is this over? Oh, like I can go eat chicken and rice or I, know I don't know when I, yeah. Like I don't know when I have to be 181 again. Yeah. Like I don't know when I'm going to go compete. I'll, Support the local restaurant. Yeah, support the local <laughs> restaurant. Yeah, that marketing tool was awesome for yeah. COVID. I'm like, I'm supporting Villa. I'm yes. supporting Burger King. Doing my part. I love it. So, and and you've already kind of started like a a board for the bench. Yeah, that was our opening. That got pretty wild. So our grand opening, we did a max effort bench for uh, 135 for reps or 225 for reps, and uh, we had a guy drive from Indy, a dude come down from Chicago, and then uh. We left it up that day. The record was 22 and then that got knocked off the next Tuesday with 23. And then a guy came in this weekend and he took it for 33. So it, and, and so I haven't really done a whole lot of bench because shoulders, and right, shoulder, you know, right. just normal stuff. So, and that's been years ago. So I backed off and I don't, I don't, I don't, when's the last time you saw me do anything over, 185 pounds. It's when been you were trying time. to show off the other day, uh, <laughs> I jumped. I jumped underneath 315. Oh, nice. Out of nowhere. Just, oh, did you I, get oh, it? No. Just the down part. Just I got the down part. Oh, perfect. nice. That's a half a rep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I got. Nice. I, I would say I got 58 percent of a rep. You did well for not being under any weight for a long time. Yeah, you used to be able to throw that what three, four times. Uh not that. Uh, two, three, if I was really lucky, but that's yeah. ass off the seat, but still, it's right. like, counts in my book. Still. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, but back in my day, yeah, I could, but I mean, it just wasn't worth it. Cause to me, it was like, I'm not competing anymore. I'm lifting in here by myself and I'm not even that excited, but I'm underneath 350 pounds. Right. Like, nothing good's going to happen from that. So, <laughs> um, I backed off for years. Mm. So, but walking in and then seeing that and being like, man, at one point I could fucking do that. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get back into it a little right. bit. Now, you know what I mean? So just that mindset again, something oh, yeah. that I haven't had. So I'm super excited that now now it's coming yeah. back. And there's nothing there's nothing like it. You know, even if it's just you know just getting dudes that are there competing, and you know it's like meet day. I mean, it doesn't matter who's there. I did a meet in Decatur, and it was like there wasn't very many people there, but there was one other kid that was at 181, and I was like, normally you got like 20 dudes all you know packed in at 181, and I was like, this is one other dude, and it was like. There's not very many spectators here, but I was like, it is now like just me versus him. Oh yeah. Like yeah. it's on. I don't care who's here. Like <laughs> my name gets called, like it's time to go. Like, okay, it's me versus this guy. Right. And then, you know, the cool thing about that sport is like, we didn't talk to each other all day. Meetings, like shake hands, exchange numbers. Oh, and yeah. now we're like sharing like, oh, you got me on, you know, you got me by 10 pounds on deadlift. Like, 
like I took you on squat and then it came down to, you know, then we go back and look at our bench. It was yeah. like, okay, so what do you do? What's your training on deadlift? Cause like you're a little stronger than me there. And so then being able to talk and, uh, yeah, humble brag. I took first, but whatever. My guy. <laughs> but it created, it created a, a, a relationship that has continued oh, yeah. to push you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. awesome. And then, no, I mean, it's and it's a specialty enough sport that, like, the odds of seeing him somewhere else. And, right. Like, obviously, COVID hit, so then there wasn't any meets last year. Yeah. But, like, the odds of seeing him somewhere are pretty high. Absolutely. So then he's like, oh, there's that dude. And I'm like, ah, oh, he was right there. Like He's coming for you. going, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's fun. Hell, yeah. Hold on, I'm putting some lip stuff on. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Shout out to Clay Wilson. A little excited to maybe try and see, see that. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. man. Get you in there. It's fun. Get a whole little competition going. So I know you talked about it a little bit, um, your internship, but we'll talk about Max effort a little bit. So yeah. um, I remember I had just got my dog. We just started kind of training. It was, it was a little bit before I got Bane, but right around that time period, I was seeing a lot of your stories and mm-hmm. stuff that you were in the internship at that point. What year was that? 20, uh, 2017. 17. Okay. So I was like, man, I'm going to look into this stuff. And they were actually um, sponsoring some wrestlers, some mm-hmm. like NCAA wrestlers and yep. stuff. So I'm like, I'll try this shit. And from then on, I haven't used another product. Right. I mean, I got, I told you, I got a, a freaking cabinet full of <laughs> sacks that they, you know, that I have. Yeah, and yeah. I sent them back a shitload of ones uh, a couple of years ago. Um, so you got me on max effort. So I know that like you're talking about Corey G yeah. on, on Instagram, Corey G fitness. I mean, I sent you just a video that you had already watched before, but the dude is just fucking intense. Yeah. Like it, you can't be around that dude and not get better. Yeah. He's a real deal. You can see, uh, I think a lot of guys you see on Instagram and like, you know, sometimes being like a show, right. Like the highlight reel. It's pretty dead like, up. And... Yeah. I mean, he's been, a, I mean, a, like he's been under it and in it and in the fire for you know, decades. And he does, I mean, that is who he is day in and day out. You know, you're skeptical going out there from a guy you follow, you know, I followed all his plans to lose the weight, uh, you know, watched a lot of his stuff and followed his programming, um, listened to his podcast as they were starting to roll out Max. Um, Cause he was formerly with Muscle Farm, who was big in the UFC. Sure. When they went public, um, he sold his shares, sat out his year non-compete and then started Max Effort. Um, and so got to kind of see them get rolling that out and the, the, the work behind it. But yeah, dude, he's the real deal. Everything. I mean, he lives, breathes, eats drug-free lifter, you know, intensity. Just intense as fuck. Yeah. All the time. Lunges. Oh yeah. So I think he's on, yeah. And lunges are horrible. I'm on day 13. My streak ended. I, yeah. It's It's hard to keep going. So yeah, it, it uh, makes me so mad when I, like in week, yes. miss it. Yes. The longest streak I think I had was like 289 days That's of impressive. 400 meters, and it was horrible. Yeah, but my is. legs were pretty crazy. The ass is uh, solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, so he lunges 400 meters every day, and I think he's on a streak day 63. Um, right and he now, was at like 800 for yeah, long, for his was, biggest streak. He did two years for a while, and then he's been having. So that was the crazy thing about that video was he's been dealing with all kinds of hip stuff. He hasn't right. squatted over 375 in a year and a half. It was the last – so old school is closing. They're going to an invite-only gym. Um, if you guys follow any of that stuff. So it's not going to be open to the public anymore. you got to have an invite. So it was their last day in the old building, and uh, he loaded up 405 on back squat and took it. Now that's a good day. Like that's 30 pounds more than he'd squatted in a year and a half. That's, yeah. that's good. And he was like, no, man, like – I want this to be epic. Like I want this to be memorable. And so he's like <laughs> 455 wraps up 
He goes to take it, and he rushed the unrack in mm-hmm. the video. If you go watch it, he rushes the unrack because he's hyped. Like, he's trying to go. He goes down, misses it, and he, like, grabs his head, and he's like, dang. And you just could see it. Like, it, the video cuts, and he's like, it's ju- it's literally a second later. He's yeah. like, leave it. And he rips his hat off, and, I mean, <clears throat> he was like, it was one of those moments of, like, is this how you want to remember this moment? Like, this is your last yeah. day here. And he buries 455, stands up with it, then goes and punches, punches the mole yeah. in the wall. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's that kind of that's that kind of mindset. That's 135 pounds more than he'd squatted in a year and a half or two years. And like just the just the idea that your body's a lot more capable than what you think it is. Um, yeah, he's just he lives, eats and breathes, all that stuff. I remember so it's I, contagious. I, yeah, I remember I sent that to you and I'm like, dude, I just got so jacked. Like I wish I would have been in the gym and you're like, dude, I already watched it and it made me go do legs. Yeah, like, dude, I went and squatted that. I watched it that morning and I was like, all right, I'm going to go squat. And uh, yeah, dude, it's it's awesome. But you can tell like after he hit it, the other guys in the gym where they were kind of at a low because he just missed it were now just fuck. They were all just like yelling and cussing and like, oh, yeah. it just got crazy. Yeah. So how do you not get better in a, in a, a you, place like that? You can't. You can't I mean, not. You can't get worse. Otherwise, you won't last. Right. Like that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like that was what I was telling you about at the gym the other day. Being there, like you get there early in the morning, and um, when I was there, and I just started another cycle of squat every day. But we were squatting every day on a West Side conjugate method, and you knew like I'm gonna load up squats and go. And some days you don't feel like it. Well, guess what? Like the weight's going up by quarters every time. And so you're basically in a line and it starts at 135, 185, you know, 225, 275. It's like until so you, you don't miss, have a damn choice. you don't really have a choice. And you don't get to be like, <laughs> when you get to 315, you don't get to be like, that felt pretty heavy today. Let's put tins on. No, like you're going 365. Yeah. And then it's like, if 365 felt heavy, like you don't get to say, hey, I'm going 385 because yeah. it's 405 next. And so then once you get into there, then they'll start doing some lesser stuff, you know, to get it. But you don't get to be like, oh, that was it and step back because you're in line until you miss it. And then if you miss it and it was close, then you're going again. And, uh, and then if you're going to be the guy at the end of the day, who's like, Hey, I'm going to, I, you know, I got to, you know, I'm going to bounce and not do lunges. It's like, okay, well then you're going to hear about it all week. Cause Absolutely. you're not, you're just not going to be the guy in the group. That's the one that's going to go the other way. Right. Yeah. Um, and so there's just this, yeah. And so trying to find a way to create that culture elsewhere, um, by being in, you know, it's gonna be society. Sad. It's going to take yeah. years, man. Yeah. Years. And it, and, and it did for, I mean, he started in 2008 there at old school and it took time, right. To build that, that thing and being consistent. And so that's where me as an owner, like being consistent, like right. knowing like, Oh, well he's like training every day. Yeah. Right. And so that's the thing, like, especially with Asher, uh, my boy that was just born in December, like I want him growing up being like, oh, we do hard stuff. Right. Like that's just what we do. This is normal life. Yeah. yeah. So it's normal where everybody else is like, this is crazy. Like right. Asher's just like, no, we just get up and do crazy hard yeah. stuff. That's normal. And so that's just the culture that was created there. So yeah, Corey's crazy. Um, yeah, that whole experience, you know, I pull, I learned more in three and a half months than I did in four years of college. Sure. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was epic. I love the mindset because um, I know, and hopefully it all works out, but you're trying to be a police officer as well. Sure. Um, and we don't need to really discuss the details, but it, I hope it works out and it sounds like yeah. maybe in 2022 yeah. could be a possibility. Yep. So, um, it's that mindset and, and like, I'm not trying to oh, no, brag good. on myself or anything. Um, but wrestling my entire life mm-hmm. gave me that mindset because we go through hard shit. I mean, right. um, I, we always talk about wrestling being like the toughest sport and, people say because you just did it so you just want to say that and it's like 
come to my wrestling room and right. come through practice. Even at my I'd high school practice. And yeah. I, I didn't do it right. through high school, and I would 100% agree with you. Even my practices, you know, now we just started wrestling again because COVID, and we got a, a junior in there that um, – he rolls jets and he does kickboxing and all that. And he, so he wants to talk about all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, well now you're, now you're committing to this right. and he's yet to make it through practice without getting injured. Yeah. Right. right. He's just tired a lot. So right. it's like, th- this is who we are. Like yeah. you notice the other guys in this wrestling room aren't doing what you're doing because they're used to it. There's that grind. There's that mental, th- like we've been here before. We've, right. we've, we've been tired before we've, we've seen adversity every single day. We try to bring adversity to the wrestling room every single day um, because you're going to, you're going to hit that in life. Right. Um, so I think that you already have in that mindset, even though it wasn't through something like wrestling, but right. you can apply it to other aspects oh, of your life. Sure. Um, once you become an officer, I feel like it's going to benefit you so much because I've seen it in my own sure. career where like certain situations would make the normal person fucking freak out. Right. It's like, I'm just like people say we laugh about it all the time, especially in my like canine um, group, like we'll have like trials and stuff like that where we have to certify our dogs and everybody's got like the nervous shits. And I'm just like right. chilling in a lawn chair, just like, oh, tell me when I got to go. Like, what? I'm like, I'm, I'm like the stoner that never had to smoke weed to just take, like, I'm just right. calm all the time. I'm like, this ain't shit compared to like what I put myself through. Well, I think that comes back to like, you're going to, a lot of people, and I, I, I talk about this a lot, like in law enforcement, you know, for you guys in hunting, like, you know, bow hunting podcast right in the gym and training for your job whatever you have that like if you have like let's just say you're you know you're working like a nine to five and you've got an annual review coming up and you're stressing about it like that's because you didn't rise to the occasion right you don't rise to the occasion you fall to the level of your training and so the separations and the preparation like that's what that's a huge thing for me like if i know i'm prepared there's no reason to be nervous or anxious because i'm going in and if i don't perform my best like at least i know i put my best foot forward, right. right? If I go in and the bar doesn't move, like, okay. Like, I think I had a post about it the other day. Like, I went in and squat. It was a second day of squat every day, this cycle. And I got underneath 275 for a front squat, which is nothing. I'd just taken 315, like, two weeks before. Mm-hmm. And I got underneath the 275, and I just, like, I don't know if I hadn't eaten much that day or what it was. I just full-on just blacked out. I just passed out. Like, <laughs> and I was, like, and I, like, dropped the weight and, like, pick myself up off the floor and I was like that's so annoying <laughs> so I took it again didn't hit depth I was like but like at least I know that was where I was at today because I showed up and right. I'm gonna prepare and I'm gonna show up tomorrow and I'm gonna do it again because I know come meet day in December like I want to know I put in all those I want to put I want to put in the reps under the bar because that's the only way you get better right. in lifting the only way you get better being a bow hunter is putting in the reps absolutely so when that big freaking deer comes through you're not shaking right you pull back. I still will. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. easier. Yeah. Not easier, but not you're easier, more prepared. But you're prepared because Mentally. you know you're going to – yeah. And and then there's always that fear like uh, my buck this year, not big by any means, but this is my, only my second year. And so this buck comes through and like you shoot it and you're like, dang, I sure hope – like it felt good. But you always have that thought like yeah. did I perform? Did yeah. I do what I was supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And then you get down and that feeling finite and knowing that all those, you know, all summer long, July through September, like those shots you're putting in on the target, setting yeah. up tree stands, trying to figure out where you want to be like, okay, then it comes to fruition. But that's, it goes back to society. We want it now. Like, especially in hunting, like, man, you got to really play the long game yeah. and know like the, the satisfaction is going to come way later. There's a lot of grind before anything exciting is worth working like 
putting Absolutely. in some time. Yeah. If you can get it, if I can order it on Amazon Prime, it's not nearly as exciting as like <laughs> right. having to work for it. Yeah. But we live in that world where like, we'll stay on the hunting thing. Yeah. Like guys that don't prepare or girls or whatever that don't prepare. And let's say they get the opportunity and they shoot and it goes running off and they get hundred yards into a track. They're like, Oh fuck it. Like they're gone. Like whatever. Right. I, I didn't put that much into it. I don't even care. Right. And I, I try to give that to my wrestlers too. It's like, especially those morning workouts that I would talk about in the summer times. I'm like, you know, this is getting your day started out better, but it's also getting you to the point wherever you're in a grind uh, mm-hmm. state, you know, finally make it to state or getting to state or wherever your goals are. Um, and you're in that, that match that it's coming down to the wire. Right. Like you're going, you're going to be harder to beat mentally because you've been, you've been working since last year. Right. Whereas yeah. you didn't just start working last week and you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. I didn't really put that much into it. So it, does, it doesn't mean that much to me. Right. And, so. and wrestling being so mint, like, mental and physical right like i think it goes back to what you were saying with how much time you put in if i'm right re- and i'd never i never wrestled but i mean i've been around a lot of wrestlers is if you're on the mat with a dude right and you've put in hours and hours and hours in the gym and it start and you're trying to play that game of he's got me in a position and i gotta try to figure out how to get out like you're gonna you're gonna put a lot more effort there because you put in so much work. You right. got to try to figure this puzzle out because you want to hit that goal. Right. If you were like in and out of the gym and injured or mispracticed or skipped, and a dude's got you in a position where you're like, I don't know how to get out of this. You're just gonna be like, nah, Fuck it's it. not that big deal. It's not a big deal to me. I didn't put in that much effort. Right. But when you have so much invested, then when game time comes, you're like, oh well, I better perform. Harder because, to kill. Exactly. Yes, I love, I love that. Be harder to kill. <laughs> That'd be a good that, shirt. We're going to put that on your wall. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, I could talk mental shit all fucking day. <laughs> For real. Um, but we're getting pretty short on time here as far as... Man, I got to figure out this damn computer stuff. Yes. Or hire a nerd. How is it so hard to find... <laughs> Here's another thing. I got a question for you. Why is technology in 2021 so fucking difficult? Like getting all this shit together was such a fucking grind. It was stupid. I can't find a damn computer. Well, I think I mean, it's because we're computer, all pretty but... stupid. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll be the first to admit I'm pretty dumb. Yeah. Like okay, I, I can pick up some weights. Yeah. Like just... I can add 25 and 45 and 45 and 25 all day. And I know what my, you know, like I know where I want to put a tree stand. I know how to hook it up. And after that, yeah, there's not much left up the there. Look at the draw after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking. A couple great. concussions later, I'm just like looking to remember what day it is. We're like, I don't even know how many months we've been doing this now, and we still don't have it figured out. That's just who we are. But anyways, brother, I appreciate you coming in. Yeah, um, of course. Like I said, I could sit here and talk for fucking hours about mental. Oh, for sure. Like just the aspects of life. I love it. Again. One of those things where I like I'm totally a stoner without smoking the weed. I could just talk about <laughs> stars and mental aspects and crazy shit. That's awesome. Anyways, um, so if you're listening to this, go fucking find Relentless Fitness on Instagram, Facebook. Yep. Are you on Twitter or anything else? No, we're just uh the gym page is on Instagram and Facebook at Relentless Fitness two one seven, and then you can find me on all the other platforms. It's a uh, Colt J Anderson. Uh, shoot me a follow. Let me know any questions you guys got. And then what's the address of the gym? Ten oh five DeWitt Avenue East. Show your asses up to the gym. If anything else, just to you know get healthier because we're living in times of COVID and like people are freaking out. It's like man, you should have been taking care of your body You're right. for years before this happened. 
and you'd have less stress. Like I kind of freaked out every once in a while, like, damn, that would fucking suck to have COVID. Right. Not to fight that shit. Like it sounds like it kind of kicks your ass. It's like one of those things where it's like, you see most of the people dying and knock on wood. I mean, God could get this shit and fucking die tomorrow, you know? Um, But a large majority of the people that have passed because of it have been in poor health Mm -hmm. or elderly or whatever. Um, So it's like, you never know when shit like this is going to happen. So take care of your body. Right. I think it goes back to what you said. We live in a crazy time. Like, like you said, be harder to kill. I'm harder to kill. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot easier to kill something that's like soft and weak and lazy than it is something that's strong and moves around and has a mental capacity that can. And antlers. Outlast. Yeah. And antlers. <laughs> yeah. Come to relax. Fitness and work out your antlers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's, um, was it bucked up? I don't want to promote other. Oh no, you're good. Bucked up, but they have like antler ass, uh, antler yeah. a- a- abstract or whatever the fuck it is. Their pre workouts not bad. It was bucked pretty up. good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's not bad. It out. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, appreciate you coming in. Go follow um those pages on Facebook, Instagram. Follow Blue Tail Bowhunters. Um, we appreciate all that shit. Um, anything else? No. Well, it was definitely, definitely uh the first of more to come with Colton I like getting in here That's yeah we'll awesome. jump in here and talk yeah. about whatever you guys want to talk about we'll once we get closer, closer to yeah, deer, deer season yeah for sure because yeah. we were talking about that but yeah. there's I mean there's man like I said I can keep going yeah. but there's a whole middle aspect of that, <laughs> that, that we that we yeah. really haven't touched yeah um, but we'll get to that coming oh shit <laughs> you good and stuff at me so um, yeah we're getting real low alright we I don't even know what the fuck to say right now you got anything to say do I ever? Thanks for being a guest. Yeah. Tyler Bowen on the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for showing up, Clint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clint, nice seeing you. Yeah, Clint, close us out, man. <laughs> Peace. Colton, you got anything? <laughs> no, we're good. All right, Blue Tail Boners out.